Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Peloton stock has been spiraling down for more than a year, losing 85% of its market value for shareholders. Despite a series of missteps from unlicensed music and cringe commercials to shipping delays and safety recalls, Peloton was in the right place at the right time with an overpriced product that people couldn't get enough of during the lockdown. They became a $50 billion company. But... In a year, they went from winning the pandemic to imploding, wrapped up in a symbolic way by not one but two different shows featuring a prominent character having a heart attack while riding Peloton bikes. They missed out on their last three earnings reports. Sales are abysmal, or maybe they're what would be considered amazing if lockdowns had never been a thing. And at the center of it all, their founder and CEO, John Foley. Two weeks ago, an activist investor demanded that he be fired for grossly mismanaging the company, noting that Peloton stock had the worst return of any company in the NASDAQ 300 and floating some ideas for companies that could buy Peloton. Companies like Apple, Disney, Sony, and Nike. Well, yesterday, a flurry of news, 2,800 employees being laid off and their CEO, John Foley, is stepping down. That news pumped the stock in the last two days. Peloton is up around 50% and the rumors of a buyout continue to swirl. Today on Dumb Money, our thoughts and how we are trading the Peloton buyout rumors. We are Dumb Money. Three friends who turn $30,000 into $30 million using nothing more than Twitter and a zero commission trading account. The suits that work on Wall Street, they call those people the smart money. That's not us. Our goal is to help level the playing field for everyday investors. We are Dumb Money. Hey there, Dave here along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money. Welcome to Dumb Money Live. Uh, This is my favorite kind of show, a true debate. I have been cynical and critical of the way Peloton operates ever since (laughs) I first looked into the company. Um, But the idea of Peloton being owned by another company does kind of pique my interest. Chris, Jordan, um, you both have invested millions in Peloton and you've made millions of dollars. Uh, I think it was your biggest gain in 2020. And all of this, by the way, played out in real time here on Dumb Money. And if that doesn't deserve a like, I don't know what does. So help us out with the YouTube algorithm, like squad, do your thing, smash away. Uh, Chris, Jordan, I don't know if you saw it, but yesterday in the news that Peloton was laying off 20% of their workers, some outrage over their severance package, which apparently included a uh, a free year of fitness, which uh, I know that's worth a a ton because the, the product is so expensive. But also, reportedly, workers first learned that they were being fired uh, when their Slack access was cut off. Yet another misstep by the company. I'm I'm not at all sad to see Foley go. Uh, this The new CEO is the uh, guy from uh, Spotify, but so much to cover today. I'm sure their yeah. severance package wasn't just the Peloton subscription, but I mean, that's, look, I mean, it's 500. It might have been. That's a lot of money, that, right? That's, that's, that's what uh, I saw reported. I don't, I don't know yeah. what the full package was. Maybe they also got like, you know, a, a voucher for some kind of free a, a discount on a bike 10 percent uh, off listen, the uh the, a new bike sure they got i was just i was i was just talking to lynn uh our buddy lynn the other day and he's he was telling me how frustrated he was with starlink 
that he's been on the wait list for Starlink, I don't know, for a year or longer. And he's like, what kind of company, ow, gosh, Sonny, ow, it hurt. Uh, <laughs> what kind of company can't even communicate at all? Like, they have, like, virtually zero communication. They won't even, like, update him. He's like, this is this is insane. He's like, I'm going to can't. And he's the biggest Tesla Elon Musk fan ever. And he's like, I can't handle this anymore. But that's that's an Elon run company. And in a lot of regards, a lot of the same things are ha- happen at Tesla. And it frustrates the hell out of Tesla owners. John Foley was an Elon uh, in a different industry sector where things quite didn't work out as well when it comes to timing and government money and subsidy and like all the things that Elon got and the entire public saying, hey, we're going to float this, whatever it takes, right, through good and bad because we have a 20-year vision. It it is what it is. I, I think Foley was actually potentially the right CEO if things would have worked out differently, no one would have made the moves that Foley made. They were quite honestly kind of irrational and, and psychotic and crazy. But it works for you when it works. But when it doesn't yes. work, it really doesn't work. And he when was you have the hottest the product in history at a time when people are locked up and need to move, that was, I mean, they, they were the right place. But did they build up too fast? Did they, I mean, they couldn't they fulfill did. the order, so they did everything they could. They bought companies and tried to do it. Did, was it too too much? The quote by the new CEO, Barry McCarthy, is really quite telling. And I think it's kind of a burn, even though he's working closely with Foley and says he'll continue to work closely with Foley for years and years. Which, um, by the way, Foley is, is still has a bunch of shares, so he has a lot of mm-hmm. voting control. And he's also still going to be the executive chairman, right? A- absolutely. But this is what the new CEO says. He says, we have to be willing to confront the world as it is, not as we want it to be if we're going to be successful. And I think that's pretty much all you need to know about the future of Peloton. It's a 100% reset, a huge, gigantic reset. Honestly, I am not here for the reset until I see... What I love about Peloton, what I've always loved about trading Peloton, is the data was always right in front of us. If you're willing to open your eyes and see what was happening, it was so clear, so clear when that company was blowing up, and yet nobody believed it until the numbers reported. And it was actually almost equally as clear when the company was falling apart in terms of sales traction, and yet nobody really wanted to believe that. The only thing astonishing to me was I was like, I saw the numbers falling apart and you know what i did i i was 70 to 75 percent hedge on my long position since summer since last summer the only reason why i wasn't 150 percent hedge and shorting it because i was like these numbers are so clear guys how does wall street not see this like like what am i missing i didn't want to like completely 100 hedge and go full short peloton because i was like i must be missing something i wasn't missing anything uh, Piton Gaines in our community, he saw the same thing. He he had even more disbelief than me. Um, he stayed long, I think, the entire year. But honestly, guys, I'm not here for the reset until I see the numbers turn around. I will see those numbers turn around. Peloton gaining traction is is something that is totally visible. You can see it in the search traffic. You can see it in the social. You can see it in the web stats. You, you can just see it as it's happening. And I have zero confidence in Wall Street to actually quickly react when those numbers start hitting, uh, you know, when you're able to actually start seeing that data. So I'm going to trade the data. That said, I'm in a little bit. I got in a little. When I heard that news on on Friday, I bought in a little bit after hours, just straight equity. 
a couple hundred thousand, which for me is a pretty small position, only because I felt that this was going to start an acquisition cycle. You know what I'm talking about, right, guys? This is going to start a little mini cycle of, all right, who are the suitors? Where's the buzz? Rumor after rumor. It's going to kind of put an artificial floor on the price for a while. So for a little while, I'm going to see how this plays out. Because how often do you see a company that theoretically Nike, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, the biggest Disney, companies Sony, in the world. Like, like Disney, all of these companies. Uh, I'm not in it at all often. waiting for this company to turn around. Mm -hmm. My only thing is what if they do get a true reset and a complete new organization. That's the only thing. So I think we should go through these companies one by one. Right now, I mean, what is the chance that some of these companies would actually buy them? I, I don't see it for most of these companies. I'll, you know, I always thought it would make sense to be at an Apple. I think Amazon might make sense. I don't see it at Nike. Nike? I don't see it at some of these other places. Oh. But. Uh, I think Nike Holy makes Nike. sense. I think Apple is probably my least likely. So you're, it's that's your most likely? No, I thought before um, Apple started Fitness Plus that it was my most likely. Oh, okay. Now that, that ship has sailed. I, oh, I Dave, you know Tim Cook. He lit... He is a war he this is his whole life is fitness. He believe if anybody believes in the future of of connected fitness outside of Foley, Tim Cook sees it. He believes he it. Absolutely. He, he just does. doesn't have a bike. He doesn't but have he a bike, he believes it. But I don't think he needs a bike. I think that they don't need that. They have a watch. They can make programming for not just one brand of bike, but all bikes. I don't see an Apple store having a bike in the showroom that you then have delivered. Uh, I do because listen did they need let me ask you a question did apple did apple need to buy beats did, no you didn't you don't think apple can can build their own headphones they did right they bought apple, it for branding they bought it for branding and 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 tim cook has made a decision that i think when he sees something that has built up the type of rapport and branding that apple is it wants to be affiliated with like beats they will go all in on it and peloton certainly certainly has proven that at the but right price. Apple, so Apple bought Beats and that was a $3 billion transaction. That's cheap for Apple. I don't say that they, they've never- For a headphone company. But they've never bought a company worth, right now, today, as of this very minute, uh, they're worth 12 billion, Peloton is. So I just don't but even they, see- Yeah, look, here's the thing. How much, how much a month are you paying for your Beats subscription? $200 purchase. It's not a bike, it's not an exercise bike. It's a hundred. It, Beats makes, makes way more sense than a Peloton. The, bike, no, yeah, no, the bikes don't make any money. They lose money on the manufacturing of the bikes. How and much they... subscription revenue is Beats? How much subscription okay. revenue does Beats make for Apple? Do you know how much Apple is addicted to subscription revenue, service revenue? Yes. It is everything to them. And the fact everybody who's Peloton downloaded gets... the Peloton app through the Apple store is paying Apple a cut already. They don't need those know, additional they, no, the, those subscribers they, no, who don't no, have Apple. The real, the, real, the real subscription revenue is for the They're price. not getting any of the meaty subscription revenue. Do you know Apple? Here's what here's what Tim Cook is thinking. I'm telling you what he's thinking right now. Tim Cook is not worried about this year, next year, or five years from now. He's thinking that if and when, and I know that he knows it's a when, not an if, connected fitness becomes a massive global phenomenon. Not, not for everybody, but for a ton of people. We're talking tens of millions. The fact that it could attract and keep $50 a month, do you know what $50 or 45 whatever it is, 
Do you know what that does to him? That is everything. He's like, oh my God, there's an, actually a new a new sector that, that millions, millions to tens of millions, tens of millions of people would be willing to pay $45 to $50 a sector. I want to own it at Apple. And Apple can own it. And Peloton basically puts them in the pole position light years ahead of anyone else. And what they could do to, to, to Peloton in terms of, of reinforcing their product development uh, to, to, to an upper body I, strength product to compete with Tonal. Oh. I don't think they need a hardware product. I think that Apple can make their watch work with any piece of hardware. You can do a bike workout, you can do a treadmill workout, you can do a rowing workout. You don't need to own the, the hardware. You don't need to be Not for that. 50 bucks a month, you do. It's not just hardware, can... Chris, think about this. It's a beat down, right? So like every time one of these things gets installed, you have two people show up at your house, walk you through the thing. They don't want to be, that's not a scalable solution. It is and scalable. that is my reason that I don't think it makes sense for Amazon. Help. I, I think that what? Amazon, the, the kind of upside is, yeah, Amazon shipping and logistics and uh, and back-end right. cloud. Those all make sense. But guess what Amazon doesn't do is ship things that weigh 400 pounds and bring them inside your no, house. They That's do. a new... They do. They've got a they do. vision. It's, uh, it's not... They do. They're the biggest. Day, yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so Amazon, listen, I just, I'm just telling you guys, when you're sitting at the seat of a mega cap, Okay, and you are trying to figure out how the hell do we grow the next 10 to 20 years to, to turn from a mega cap to a super mega cap, whatever the hell that looks like, a seven trillion dollar company. There are only there are only so <laughs> many sectors that you can't just make up new. Why do you think Facebook could rename themselves Meta? Because they got to take a leap to hope and pray that the metaverse is real. Because that's the only way they're ever going to get bigger. Okay, the only way that Amazon or Apple are going to be able to add another trillion dollars to their market cap one trillion at a time is by believing in things like connected fitness and doing whatever it takes not to sell bicycles but to get tens of millions of people to pay $50 a month if there's any chance of that happening at all they're going to go for it they're going to they're going to spend 5 to 10 billion just an investment after they acquire the company to even see if that's a theoretical possibility over the next decade. Because if it is, it's worth the risk reward for a mega cap like Nike, uh, like Apple, like Amazon, like Netflix. Okay. For them, think, it's worth the risk. I think Apple is more likely to release Apple car before we ever see an Apple Peloton. I think they'll look at both. I think the, I think they'll aggressively chase both. No, uh, I don't think that Apple, Apple needs Peloton. Actual car, or if they're just going to get involved in the, you know, in some of the electronics involved with the car. I I I I don't think that's clear yet. I think there could be a full blown Apple car with an Apple logo that they made before they acquire Peloton to have. The only reason a, I would buy an Apple car is if on the rims the Apple logo stayed upright. You know what I mean? Like oh, it would, it would be back cool. that out. like the old like the old MacBooks. Yeah, I, I I was just having a conversation with one of our friends last night. Uh, he had, his twins are turning sixteen in a, in a few weeks, and one of them they both got cars. One of them had no interest in a car, didn't want it, doesn't want it, doesn't want to ever drive. 
Uh, Dave, you were kind of like that. You were ahead of your time. You were kind of yeah, like that. Yeah, back I've back. always been ahead of my time. I've never <laughs> um, thought cars were <laughs> impressive. I'm like but, that now. I would prefer to never drive again. I listen. I'm just saying, guys. Like my my son, you know, like my daughter is all about saving up for this car that she wants, and she's a saver, and she's gonna she's gonna be able to get that car in four or five years when she turns sixteen. But my son literally has virtually no interest in cars. Uh, and I think it's a large segment of the next generation. I, I think Apple being a retail company, being a brand, I'm not sure how much leverage they have over the next 20 years in terms of young people not caring about cars. I think the cars are going to be more about fleets and automation and, yeah, and, look, and I mean, connecting. I've, with... I've, I've actually been thinking about this the last few days, and I don't want to pull this conversation totally off sides. Yeah. The share of people's income that goes to automobile purchases right now is insane right it's, it's not ridiculous and i think there's gonna be a pushback at some point because it used to be like oh you put like you know, like 10 or 15 percent towards a car every month and now it's like pushing into the 20 25 percent of your paycheck goes into a car and that's insane. they don't want to do it they you don't want do it. they don't want to do it and like uh it's amazing to me by the way i i thought i thought this new generation was did not making money and then i saw that TikTok i share with y'all was a, a project manager, a 22-year-old project manager at Meta, Facebook, right. had a TikTok saying- Those are inflated. After, I mean, that's Bay Area, right? And so- But as st Bay Area I still, after bonus and yeah. uh, stock compensation, she's at like 190 a year and is saying that that's normal for big company tech, well, intro-level project about it. You're not going to get an apartment that's anywhere safe in San Francisco for less than she like 2500 bucks a month. I don't care. That's ridiculous. I, and you know, all the all my ex employees, any of them that watch a show, are laughing because they know how cheap and frugal I am when it comes yeah. to employee comp. But 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 I still I still that think was it's an incredible that was an incredible TikTok to see. I had no idea that that was the new normal wage. <laughs> but I guess I mean it's impossible to find anyone to hire these days. So maybe that totally yeah. makes sense. I'm sh I just I'm shocked. All right, so we need to get back to talking about who Sorry. could acquire Peloton because it's not going to be, well, could it be Meta? That project manager uh, might be trying to decide right now if they're going to buy the company. Here's my pick, okay, guys? I think it's most likely to be Nike or Amazon, Apple third. And I think there are some, definitely some black horse suitors we're not thinking about. I actually even think that Netflix has a, could could get in the game, believe it or not. Um, but I think I think Meta could. I think it's possible that Meta could because of their metaverse play. And if you think about it, if they're going to try to create environments and have fitness, connected fitness, be a big part of their community aspect of their metaverse, uh, you know, there's an interesting side to say maybe. But I I, I think the, the the reputation of Facebook and Meta, if you combine that. With with Peloton not being in the best place it's ever been, it doesn't sound like an interesting relaunch of a brand, does it to you? Oh, by the way, we should discuss this. Foley doesn't want to sell. You know that. You know he still thinks Foley does not want to admit defeat. And the second that they sell, Foley basically, for I mean, he'll be a very rich person for the rest of his life. And I'm sure he'll find things to do. But it's kind of a defeat for him yeah, he, no, i totally think he's going to hold out now we don't need foley he's not a majority shareholder uh that i'm aware of but i think if enough people no, but insiders get on existing insiders side, are a majority shareholder right? the insiders are like yeah 75 80 percent of the shares 
are held by current insiders, and he is that has still, to make, make even though they've sold a bunch of stock. That was the the stat that I read in an article written in the past week. Yeah, Jordan, he only sold like a hundred million, but again, that was another thing. That was the timing was just, uh, dude, I. Man, I don't know that I don't know that a sale would happen unless it was at the right numbers. All I'm saying, I do think they could probably put together a sale at the right numbers, something that's probably fifty percent more than it's currently trading for. Yeah. And I hope that a vote would take place in that situation, and I hope that they would take it because I think it's the best deal for Peloton. I think. Go ahead. I think that Nike is. Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think Peloton, a turnaround story can happen. It's not going to be an overnight turnaround story. The turnaround story of Peloton is going to be like a five-year slow, you know, getting out of the trenches. We're we're slowly improving, you know, we're right-sizing. It's not going to be sexy. A slow grind, kind of like it it should have progressed had there not been a lockdown, right? They would yeah, have I don't never think, look, been. I don't think Nike is the right choice, mainly because unless Peloton is going to become like the treadmill brand, and I think that's like their primary. That, I think that they would. I think Peloton would be the Peloton. treadmill brand of Nike, and right. the kind of synergy is Nike. Nike's not a cycling or a spin company, so I don't. But Jordan, Nike is becoming a metaverse company. They are. Dude, yeah. they're making major moves. They, I, they, the, the future of Nike is digital merch, digital merchandise, digital yeah. everything connected to physicals, connected physicals, and and bring people into the metaverse. How does Nike bring people into the metaverse? I mean, I know how they're planning on doing it, but man, if they could also do it through fitness and what better fitness, way than connected? Well, fitness. this is where I think yeah. where Peloton is executed has been in certain places, but I think they could have done a way better job at driving engagement into their own ecosystem um, with their users. And I, I, I yeah. you know, I think they could have turned their app into a big social media. Um, Early on, platform. I felt like that's what they did best. And then right. it just kind of fell apart. And yeah. I think that Nike might be the brand to metify, metaverse-fy the, uh, the connected fitness yeah. experience. And if the you problem think about is- Nike, like Nike doesn't make stuff. They're, I mean, shoes is one thing, but all of their merch, all of their apparel, they don't make any of that. They right. just, they just license, put their name on other people's stuff. Nobody, nobody really realizes that when you buy an expensive Nike hoodie, that is not a Nike made product. That is made by one of the off brands that just has a license. Well, also you have to remember that Nike, a lot of their biggest uh, kind of what they're leading. Uh, how they're leading in the marketplace is through amazing artist collaborations, right? And I think Nike has a deep appreciation for community and what the Peloton has done with their the, their leadership in terms of talent, right? Like I see yeah. Nike's all about talent, right? They're all about partnering with the world's greatest athletes, the greatest talent, building brands around them. Couldn't you see Nike building yeah. mega brands around these big Peloton ambassadors, these you know, that's the, what they do the, best. The, the they, are, they, they are first a marketing company, then a sports apparel. Yeah, brand, I guess you saw right? Nike the, logos uh, after, you know, all these uh, kind of cult followed uh, instructors. Yeah, I mean, I guess that maybe that makes sense. Well, and it, imagine it, it, all it, of the Nike athletes that could then become instructors on yeah. various sports, not just Here's, cycling, right? Yeah, my biggest worry for Peloton is that all of this upheaval and if something doesn't turn around pretty soon, you know, if they lose some of those instructors, it could be a really tough game for Peloton. Well, yeah, morale is not high at Peloton right, right now. You know, you because know, the one, I think the instructors one... are their, their. I mean, I think that's everything for Peloton because they have such high so, class, good quality instructors that people identify with. 
that if they were to lose some of those, they could, you know, I, I could see it being. Jordan, wouldn't you agree that, especially with the culture of Peloton, uh, Nike is such a beautiful fit and would totally lift morale of the instructors and the, the brand for everyone involved? Like that, that yeah, maybe, none of those maybe, people I mean, would have an issue look, with I think it'd Nike. be awesome um, for it to be a Nike brand. I just don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen Nike really get into this type of you know, big hardware space. So I just don't know if it makes sense for them. So, so Jordan, think about it's, what Lululemon did. Think about what Lululemon did. No, I mean, Lululemon did it, uh, but is it that successful? Well, it's Lulu. I mean, right. and it's a weirder product that they bought. So no, but that just shows <laughs> you the Nike look at Lulu and say, oh, we don't want to turn into, you know, what Lulu did with the... You know, but I think mirror, Lulu yeah. did it in a very kind of just small way. I mean, like, I think it just shows you what I'm trying to get at is it shows you how those types of brands are thinking about what their future looks like. Because yeah. at a certain point, you could only grow so big, right, selling apparel and stuff. And you have to start thinking about how do we grow even larger? It, it, it's a problem that we have in, in capital markets in that you become a mega cap. And you probably end up doing some stupid stuff, yeah. right? Because you have to take huge risk because there's literally no other thing to do than to take a huge risk to try to grow larger. Right. Well, I think because the good you're... Is that I think Nike could fix their, you know, their apparel, uh, <laughs> their apparel conundrum that they're in right now. Um, you know, what basically you just like redo the entire redo the entire catalog i mean just with uh with pelotons oh, under with uh, oh, with pelotons but their, yeah yeah agreed. Know, lawsuit with lulu oh agree let's, let's <laughs> yeah, talk no, though agreed. so we, we've kind of talked apple and nike which i think you know nike's my most likely but jordan did you say that your most likely candidate was amazon yeah sure i think What's it makes sense. There? i think amazon you see um buy hardware right so they bought ring they, they I, I could see something like that happening i think they've got like, and I think you mentioned this, where they've got the distribution place to be able to, you know, um, take over the installs and the, you know, shipping of all these uh, different, I mean, they've got, that's what they do, right? Um, See, every time I order something large from Amazon, it seems like UPS delivers that item and everything else comes in my little blue Amazon truck that stops by my house twice a day. Yeah, they've got, they've got blue branded um, Amazon freight trucks. They've got, they, they've got, they've got it. Dude, by the way, I was just telling Amy this. I, I had a, a package I just picked up from my, my patio. It was from Costco. I was like, I didn't order anything from Costco. It was these Thermapatch heat patches for my back when I have lower back issues. I ordered them from Amazon, and then Costco shipped them to me. How wild is that? That Costco is like yeah. a massive Amazon reseller. Yeah. You, you, that's insane to me. Costco. I would not expect that at all. Um, in a Costco box with the Costco wrapper and everything. Oh, really? Weird. That's weird. Yeah, no, I've, so, I have not... seen like prime employees, like blue shirt employees, like delivering flooring and things like that to houses uh, that are in the in mm. the neighborhood right next to us. So I, I know that it does exist. Yeah, Amazon's not afraid of distribution. They are not afraid of fulfillment and distribution at all. Yeah. They're like, by the way, Peloton already has a lot of that worked out. Amazon's probably looking at it going, man, we could own all that distribution. Well, but Peloton we hasn't worked out, kind of, right? And so in some of the major metros, they have, they have it down where they've got internal employees that are in charge of installing these bikes. But in a little bit more remote, not necessarily remote, but just not major market type areas, uh, they rely on some third parties to yep. do the installation. And those 
if if you're looking at like the odds of an installation going poorly, those are the ones that go poorly. Yeah, but J- Jordan, wouldn't you agree that Amazon is so laser focused on scaling out their distribution that the more scale they add, it just enables them to to, to like increase efficiencies across everything that they're doing. So like Amazon wants to be so big in fulfillment mm-hmm. and distribution of everything that for them it's like oh, okay, great. If we have a, if we have a product like this, it's profitable, assuming well, they can. Does Amazon you know, have if it ever becomes profitable for the for the actual bikes i think the this the software the subscription that's where the money is and i don't know that they are going to tack on an additional 50 bucks to everyone's amazon prime to cover they're not you know what they would do they would include because they're about to increase uh their amazon prime anyway they are they're looking they're looking for a reason to say hey guess what now you you know the cheaper the cheaper Peloton, the eight bucks a month, twelve bucks a month, whatever. You, all Amazon Prime customers yeah. get that. They get digital fitness for free. That's actually a huge deal yeah. for Amazon to say now the whole world gets digital fitness for free, and then they could upsell them to the forty-five, fifty bucks a month, whatever it is. I'm telling you, Amazon loves. So they've been dr- dying for new subscription revenue, and that fifty bucks a month. You have no idea. Yeah. Even if we're not there today with tens of millions, if they can, if someone at Amazon can convince Bezos that in 15 years or 20 years even that you could have 20, 30 million, 30 million people paying 50 bucks a month, he's buying Peloton. Well, here's the he's thing making, with Peloton. Make for the, you know, if you're looking at a perfect, um, you know, partner to come in and scale out some of the international rollout that Peloton needs to do. Um, mm. To really gain some more scale, then True. you know Amazon is kind of king at coming into new territories and opening them up, right? Dude, um, Jordan, that's brilliant. Very, very true. Very true. I want to end this by saying that Dave, I got I think we have to give Dave a little bit of credit. I, I still, I, ne- I always agreed with Dave. By the way, I never disagreed with him, but I did laugh at him because I'm pretty sure you did disagree with me a lot. No, no, I disagree with I him I not disagreed investing. With you. I disagree with him not investing based on what he thought, but I always thought that what he knew about Foley and and the wacky way that he was managing or not even managing that company just so loose. Uh, Dave saw it early on now i still think you made a big mistake not investing but ultimately that was not the risk. shorting this company that's my that's my biggest regret is not shorting this company yeah, shorting it you were all excited about whatever the high was would have been you should have went long yeah. when it made sense to go long and then hedge or went short it did make sense to have the big short on uh, yeah. peloton and that's my biggest regret on my peloton investing history <laughs> All right. Well, we'll end it. Well, tell, is, there, is there a play though? Is is yeah. it too late now that the the oh stock's so, already up fifty percent from that all time low? Touch it right now. I mean, I, I, that, I, that's just me. I think I think if I'm if I'm forced to make a decision, and I was, I bought some Peloton stock on Friday, and I'm up. Uh, and I will probably keep that a little while longer until I can see if this takeover stuff is going to continue to gain momentum or fizzle out if it fizzles out listen i don't own that much i might just sell that my peloton only because i don't want to be in this for the for the turnaround until i see data showing me that it's turning around i do yeah, think from there's where upside you on, acquisition, on friday to where it is right now you're already up 51 percent. my question is is it too late um, I, and it is, are you going to sell now that you're up 50% on that investment? Well, Dave, the, the fact that I haven't sold to, to know, right. And so I, I don't think that there's anything to really arb here, right. Uh, there's nothing. 
Jordan, Jordan, you're to you're totally right, and and, and based on that, you can make a case that I should sell right this instant. And by the way, none of us are financial advisors. This is just us thinking through our own decisions. So, guys, you do your own homework. By the way, visit dumbmoney.tv forward slash Discord debate in our community and uh, poke holes in our thesis, and everyone make their own decisions. Uh, but guys, I think there's a good chance I'll probably exit this. I am up, and I'll probably start to exit that Peloton only because. I don't want to be in margin. You know that I don't want to be levered out right now. And every dollar is a trade-off. Every dollar is an opportunity cost of not being invested into something else. So even though I do think there's more upside in Peloton, if they get acquired, maybe 50% upside, uh, is that going to happen tomorrow? Hell no. They haven't even started a formal process yet. We don't even know if they would actually sell the company. That will take many, many, many months. So it's not a super sexy trade. Like yeah. I, I just and, not, and even at this like right point, now, I feel like the rumor is baked into the price at that fifty percent gain, and I we're now above where they initially mm, IPO'd. It's now. What do you mm, think the hist history repeating itself isn't going to be um, a thing? So yeah. I think I'm, there's I'm more out on this company still. I, I, I will trade Peloton based on acquisition rumors. Meaning, if I could find out if I see a story pop or a rumor pop, and the stock hasn't popped yet. I will go in and out of Amazon. I will arb rumors and information from now through the summer, okay? That's kind of my strategy. I'll probably start to exit out what I put in Amazon last Friday, which is right when that first rumor hit. It's the second it hit, I got in after hours. Um, I'll probably start to sell that, and I'll pop back in I, I'm, if I hear anything. I'll get Google alerts on Peloton. Acquisition, Peloton, Amazon, Peloton, Nike, right? That's what I'll do. I'll, I'll look really closely, try to get that information quick. I have a prepared mind. I know what I want to do. Information hits, I buy Peloton. Even if I miss the first few bucks, there's probably a few more bucks once everyone really, really hears the information, right? You know how this happens. Yeah. It takes sometimes minutes to hours, uh, sometimes a full day. And then I'll sell. So I'll trade. I'll arb this over and over based on information and rumors. That's my Peloton trade going forward. So it hasn't or do been you determined. Have a Peloton yet. trade. That stresses Jordan out. Me's even saying that stresses Jordan. He's like, I'm not doing any of that. I'm just going to watch. You don't have Peloton right now, do you? No, I have no Peloton. I'm considering shorting Peloton now that it's up fifty percent because I think it could go right back down. But I'm not going to do um, it because I, I don't have enough conviction. I don't in that. short single names, um, so that's just you know. I mean, because you, you never know. Let's let's say you short it, and some crazy piece of news comes out. It pu uh, when they were a fifty billion dollar company, I knew that they were not a fifty billion dollar company, yeah. and I should have been shorting that all day. Yeah. But I didn't. Dude, Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green divorce is official. That is. Uh... I know two one. Random, random uh, pop culture news. Right. No, 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 tomorrow so we've got an insane show because yes. this is about a company that we're not even going to talk about what it is, but it is a. Uh, it's not really an upstart. It's a new company to me because they've just made their way into our market, but they've been kind of working from the from the northeast, from the northwest down to the south, and <laughs> I don't think anyone on Wall Street has ever heard of this company. It's like run by a bunch of kids. This is this is a big story. So if you are not subscribed to this channel, subscribe. Make sure you turn on the bell. Make sure you thumbed up. And we're done, money. We will see you right back here tomorrow.